0: To Tech Talk Nation, talking about the latest tech, industry news, and hot topics. Broadcasting from Purdue University in West Lafayette, Indiana. With your host, Matthew Fitzgerald.
1: Good evening, and welcome to Tech Talk Nation. I'm here with my good friend, Ryan Eastman. Ryan, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing well. How are you doing, Matt?
1: Good. I'm doing a lot better now. Uh, glad to hear that everything is working correctly, and we are good to go on the air. So, it has been a very interesting in- week in tech, uh, and I have a lot to talk about. I'm not sure about you, Ryan. You have a lot to talk about? Of
2: course. I'm very opinionated. I would love to talk.
1: Well, we all know that. But... Um, that is fantastic so without further ado why don't we get started on talking about the latest technology so the first um, news article that I have today is one that I found actually on CNET and it was with uh, Amazon's new store so they opened a new store in Manhattan and this this is really interesting though but it's called the Four Star Store, and what it is is everything on it, in this store has at least four stars on Amazon, and mm-hmm. it has something popular about it. So, like in in our case, uh, they they said uh, one of the things was the smart. The uh, there were a bunch of like Lego kits and just random mishmash of things that you wouldn't find anywhere else. They they meant they compared it to. Uh, a Kmart with a with a, uh, <laughs> a bookstore feel to it <laughs> so uh, I, I wanted to kind of go over this a little bit because I think this is an interesting move for Amazon to make uh, uh, kind of going yeah
2: it definitely is it's uh, it's not their first time you know going to physical stores for a lot of things they've bought I can't even remember how many libraries already and then just own libraries now which you know is kind of appropriate they started off as a bookstore but it's also kind of hilarious
1: Oh, yeah. And especially because it's like, here it is. It's, this line says, it seems half bookstore, half Kmart, with a busy mis- mix of electronics, toys, baby products, <laughs> book, and small kitchen appliances. There's a healthy dose of Amazon's own devices, too. Uh, but this is, this is interesting, too, because it's like, they're an online-only retailer. And the, the point mm-hmm. of this isn't to be, like, an actual store where like you go to a grocery store and check out with food. No, This no. is supposed to be a showroom to see like what <laughs> what you can get online.
2: More, th- more than anything else, I feel like this is about selling those Amazon devices. You know, that's really, really what they care about. But, oh yeah. I mean, deep I'm, down, that's their bread and butter. You know, they get one of those in your house and you start ordering things online.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's insane because they all they do is they just want to cross sell their own products, which is fun it's i if i ran a business i'd do that too but um it's kind of cool that they're also expanding into other things and taking more of a more of a showroom approach uh one of the cool things that it says is uh they have the most wish for items including a book about the subtle art of not giving an expletive <laughs> uh a nintendo switch it's controller a, good Look and a harry up. potter lego set uh along with a wall nearby of quirky kitchen gifts. So it's like there's no rhyme or reason to oh, anything no, going on here.
2: It's just if you can get a good Amazon rating, congrats, you might be able to get into this store. I'm sure there's, you know, a whole, uh, what's the word? I can't remember. A whole mishmash of uh, just miscellaneous hodgepodge. hodgepodge. There that, you go. That's a, good, that's a good enough one. A hodgepodge of all different times of, you know, Bluetooth headphones, wired headphones, cheap wires, all sorts of crazy things.
1: Yeah. It's, it's insane, and uh, last week, uh, if, if anybody was listening, uh, we were talking about the Amazon microwave, and it actually <laughs> mentions in this article that the Amazon microwave is at the store, which oh, I think is God. hilarious. Well, uh, why did they make a microwave exactly? Is it just a microwave with Alexa built in? Pretty much, yeah.
2: So it's just a microwave you can yell at?
1: Pretty much, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm you can't even yell at the microwave. You have to have a separate Alexa, and the Alexa can tell the microwave to cook your potato so yeah like like yeah could,
2: that's oh. so it's literally less useful than just a normal microwave
1: and if internet goes out you're kinda screwed but yeah uh, that's oh here nor there um, <laughs> so that's
2: hey what are we we're, we're a uh, online retail store who also you know sells a couple electronic devices well I mean oh like what tablets phones smart speakers great so what should we work on next we're gonna build a microwave, microwave. guys. Yep,
1: microwave—logical choice. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what I, one of the articles that I wanted to share today. Ryan, you—you yeah, you have an article?
2: Uh, absolutely. Uh, folks, I'd like to talk to you about everybody's favorite airline, Delta
1: Airlines. Delta Airlines. Yes,
2: as we all know, Delta Airlines delivers nothing but the highest quality air services, and nothing ever goes wrong there
1: ever, period. No. Are no. Nothing no bad trip. has
2: ever happened. They've never beaten a man. They've never killed a dog. The this is These are lies. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so the point of this is, it's an article I picked up off Engadget. Uh, essentially, what Delta kind of wants to start doing is instead of having boarding tickets or boarding passes or a passport or anything like that, uh, what they want you to do is they want your biometric information in order to check you in for your flight. Really? So they... <laughs>
1: Your, your biometric information. Yeah, so
2: you can check into your flight right now with uh, basically a face unlock, like what you would do with a uh, one of the new fancy iPhones that uh, they ripped the fingerprint reader out of for, you know, no reason other than, you know. Reasons. <laughs> other than reasons. And uh, yeah, so right now they have face unlock, and then in the future they might also do, you know, fingerprint unlock, which is, you know, Wonderful because I don't know about you guys, but I want Delta Airlines to have my fingerprint in a picture of my face.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not <laughs> sure how I feel about that because I feel like it's good for people who forget their, their ticket or whatever because you always have your face with you because it's like- if, <laughs> I if, hope so. If not, you'd be dead. Um, <laughs> but you always have your face with you. You always have some form of biometric with you because that's your physical person. It's something that you cannot forget. The only question I have about that is, how safe really is
2: Yeah, clearly you're looking at problem. this too positively. I, on the other hand, am beyond paranoid, and I think it's a horrifying idea to let Delta Airlines have my fingerprint in a picture of my face. I don't want anyone to have my fingerprint, in, period, really. I barely trust putting it in my phone, and that's just because I know it doesn't go anywhere.
1: True, and that's, <laughs> that's another good, valid concern, because how do you store a fingerprint? We're both We're both in the computer field, and we both know kind of a little bit about how that works, but if it's done improperly, that's a massive security risk.
2: Yeah, if you're responsible, you store it locally and you don't let it go anywhere, but Delta can't do that now, can they? Because they need to be connected to the internet at all times.
1: And at multiple airports, multiple locations, Absolutely. you have something stored on a single, on one of the machines that the, that the person checking you in is using, you would have to throw that somewhere else in the cloud to actually uh, make sure that you can access this record all throughout the entire airport system that Delta serves, which is which is kind of insane to think about. Yeah, it's so. an absolutely
2: horrifying idea. I mean, Apple themselves. Uh, I was just reading an article earlier. Apple themselves are just uh, settling uh, with some kid who <laughs> hacked an entire terabyte of sensitive information from them at the age of 16 from the nice old country of Australia.
1: Really. Why don't we transition over to that? Because that—that that sounds well, see, very, very interesting. It is,
2: but the details on it are very, very scant. The kid was 16 at the time. Uh, I think he's eight, 18 now. It was a year or two ago. They're just finally, you know, going through all the court cases and, you know, condemning him, I guess, more or less. But it uh, happened about a year or two ago, and a 16-year-old was just like, oh, hey, I'm gonna hack Apple today, and so He did.
1: <laughs> wow, I, I never realized that.
2: Yeah, at the age of 16, I wasn't capable of hacking Apple. Uh, I don't know many people who would be at the age of 16. But uh, the point is, he hacked an entire terabyte of sensitive information from Apple. And uh, at, so no one's personal information got away from them. Apple cordoned off all the of people's stuff. It was only like Apple's personal stuff that got stolen, I guess. But they immediately tracked him down. And oh, yeah. handed him over to the cops.
1: Jeez, that's insane. Just kind of goes to show the world we live in today, right?
2: Yeah, 16-year-olds are geniuses, apparently.
1: Apparently, according according to this. Um, so, yeah. I actually um, have another article to go through. Uh, this is me. this is actually quite, quite interesting, especially considering... Another thing about the world we live in. <laughs> so Honda recalled 232,000 Accord and Insight models <laughs> over backup cameras, and this is from a roadshow by CNET. Um, and basically, what happened was there was a software bug that causes the backup camera to not actually display. So, like, like you could be you could be like wanting to use your backup camera, mm-hmm. and it just wouldn't show yeah. up. So they're like you know what why don't we recall vehicles and install some new software on them just so actually fix it and actually fix it but it's it's interesting with this one too because it's like they what are what are we do like this is the world we live in (laughs) if this this technology has to work 100 percent of the time yeah yeah no excuses if it doesn't and as we gain into the world of, like, self-driving cars and things like that, this is going to become more and more of an issue, because it's like, we are getting into the era of no no more, like, like oh, it works sometimes, it's okay. No, it has oh, to no,
2: work. Oh, no, there is no in If this software glitch would have popped up on, say, a Tesla, someone would be dead right now, and Tesla's stock would be plummeting.
1: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Although I'm
2: pretty sure it's plummeting and- anyway right now for no real reason, but... Uh, I'm it dropped ten percent today, but that's neither oh here nor gosh. there. We'll, I could we'll, be. We'll wrong. talk
1: about that later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was interesting because it says there's no, there's been no deaths, no accidents or anything uh, because of the lack of the backup camera. But um, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, it's a, it's a backup camera. It's not, you know, a self-driving car. Uh, personally. My, my car doesn't have a backup camera, it doesn't have backup sensors, so...
1: Well, that means you ha- actually learn how to drive, Indeed, too. <laughs> and I do know
2: how to drive, and I haven't hit anything. So if this happened to me, it wouldn't be affecting me that much.
1: But... Especially in the newer age of drivers, where... Yeah,
2: I, you, not even the newer age of drivers, you know. My, my parents alone, who actually do have cars with backup cameras and sensors, completely rely on that now. Really? You t- yeah, you take that away from, them and it's like all of a sudden they're lost a little bit.
1: That's insane.
2: Like, well, like it's such an easy thing. It's so convenient and nice, and it's so easy to get attached to that.
1: True. So it's it's kind. Of, you mean it's kind of like the uh, the I'm doing this because it's available type thing. Uh, I know that I don't use it. I I was taught. By my parents to kind of use the the over the shoulder <laughs> hand on the passenger the proper way seat. to drive yeah. yeah hand on the passenger seat look before you back up type thing and uh, it's it's really interesting just to kind of see the world it's become where people are relying on this and this is a this imagine how much this costs Honda to actually recall because if well it it's, sounds
2: like it's a software update
1: yeah but think about how hard it would be to update. The software on a car it's, without any tech wait wait without it, an inbuilt either uh camera like an inbuilt um software update system or internet connection
2: yeah i don't know how uh what year were these
1: um it, i believe very the, very the article 2019 2018 and 2019
2: okay they have an inbuilt so that's recent enough are where I... Are you sure? I, yeah, I, those are fairly recent. I feel like by now, a lot of cars realize they control a lot by software these days.
1: Yeah.
2: For it's, example, I know... Uh, I don't even... Let's see. I think it's... Yeah, uh, I yeah, can't it remember says, whose car it is. It One says, of my family members' cars doesn't even have speedometers or anything anymore. It's all just a display. Really? Yeah. That's insane. That's what we're going towards. Yeah,
1: and it's, it's, it's coming. It's coming soon. It's coming quick. Uh, and it, it says in this article that um, there's they're just going to uh, have the actual software update. But it's one of those ones where you have to go to the dealer to check in. And oh, yeah, absolutely. Them, have them do that. It, no,
2: it's definitely not over the air. I didn't yeah, think they'd was, have that, that out
1: by now. Yeah, uh, I was thinking that. But- you, you have to think about that too as, as a cost for, for oh yeah Honda. absolutely
2: and I'm sure they're giving out all sorts of coupons and stuff and apologizing to people and all that yeah bit. I've been through
1: several
3: recalls true <laughs> very
1: very true and it's sad that it's kind of turned to like that in the world um, doesn't really <laughs> but yeah
2: yeah I've been through several recalls for a gasoline eating spider
1: strangely enough but what? that's neither here nor there interesting On on that note, uh, why don't we take a little bit of a break and we will be right back uh, with more Tech Talk Nation.
0: You're listening to Tech Talk Nation. Tech Talk Nation will be right back. Tech Talk Nation is brought to you by Fitzgerald Tech Solutions.
3: We live in the digital world. Everyone is on the internet at least once a day. It is commonplace for every business, individual, and organization to have a website. You need a website to stay competitive. At Fitzgerald Tech Solutions, we provide you with everything you need for your internet presence. Whether you want to take the more DIY approach by buying web hosting services on our fast, us based servers with industry-leading software, or allowing us to do the web designing and multimedia creation services for you. You can know that you are getting high quality, reliable, and cost-effective services that you need to stay ahead in the market. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions fits your timeline. We work efficiently to make sure that you get what you want as soon as possible. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions fits your needs. Whether you are someone looking to get your own website or a large company looking for a fresh look, we can amaze you with our skills and expertise. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions fits your budget. We make sure that great websites don't break the bank and will not stop until you are 100% satisfied. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions. Tech. We get it.
0: You're listening to Wiley Radio. Welcome back to Tech Talk Nation.
1: All right, welcome back to Tech Talk Nation. Thanks for sticking with us through the break. Now, Ryan, you mentioned something really interesting earlier before the break,
2: right? Ooh, yes. Tesla's stock is taking a massive beating today. Really? Really, like not good. Like how how bad? like
1: 13% bad apparently. Really? Holy cow. How how much dollars like did it lose today? Uh it looks like about 40. Wow. That is ridiculous. So like you said 13%? Yeah. Jeez, that is a massive loss. It's very loss. weird.
2: Yeah. It spiked at one point very high today and then just plummeted.
1: Now, why is that? Do you, do you know why there's any like if We're there's any rather, uh, Yesterday, it was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I haven't been up to date on my Tesla news recently. Oh, man, it's been one know, thing after another. I know that uh, Elon got in trouble for uh, <laughs> uh, doing something he probably shouldn't
2: have. Uh, well, it's been uh, one thing after another. I, think it, I can't remember what it was. It was a few months back. Uh, I think Elon kind of antagonized people in the media a bit a lot, saying that he's going to start a website just to fact check then. And uh, since that point, there's been a, you know, a large uptake in negative articles, t- art- articles targeting Tesla and Elon Musk. I wonder why.
1: Wow, that is <laughs> insane. <laughs> but
2: yeah, since then, it's been like one thing after another uh, against him and against Tesla. And it's been every controversy they could find. Uh, there was an incident where they were having trouble at their factories with batteries. That was one thing. Uh, there has been reports that they might not meet their quotas for uh, how many things they need to produce. Um, yeah, I believe Jeez. most recently, yes, there was a... Uh, he went on the Joe Rogan podcast and uh, he smoked the ganja, I believe, as the children
1: are calling it. The devil's lettuce? Yes. Yeah. Um, In a
2: way that was absolutely hilarious. That makes it very clear he's never done that before, but...
1: Ah, uh, oh, just okay. tell by the look on his face,
2: he was stunned. Jeez, but uh, it's been one thing after another. And the FAA started saying they were gonna look into him because he was smoking weed. It's well, uh, here's here's the. It's been a roller coaster, man. That's
1: for sure. I, I actually pulled up this article, uh, from CNBC. It looks like the SEC or the Securities and Exchange Commission, uh, sued Musk on Thursday, alleging fraud. Uh, How so? It says he made false and misleading statements and failed to properly notify regulators of material company events. Uh, Musk called uh, the SEC's allegations unjustified and said (laughs) he never compromised his integrity. And Barclays believes if Musk is forced to leave because of the SEC action, it will weigh on Tesla's stock. Oh, absolutely. That's what what investors are thinking right now. They're, They're really concerned that uh, if Elon has to leave um, Tesla, that's, that's going to hurt their stock. Because yeah. the, the interesting thing about the Tesla stock is it's not really followed traditional economic patterns. It's basically boiled down to whatever Elon Musk is doing. <laughs> w- and that affects the stock so, price of his company. Yeah. A couple and things. Not from a business point of view either, which yeah. is interesting. Well,
2: Elon Musk is kind of genuinely a little bit you know insane in a good way he's one of those like uh i don't even know what the word for him is like he's just a weird dude who's like really smart so like I, it's it really is like a lot of what he's doing guides uh those companies because he sets some pretty insane goals for them to achieve a lot of the times and they usually end up achieving them because yeah. he's willing to set those uh, insane uh, goals.
1: Yeah, and, and it's the, just... it also helps that he has about unlimited capital <laughs> to do whatever the heck he wants. Absolutely.
2: Uh, the Boring Company is the best company ever uh, to come into existence, just for the record.
1: The Not a Flamethrower?
2: Yeah, the Boring Company that sells the Not a Flamethrower. I forgot what the product they just released is. Uh, it's really interesting. All of the things they do is just hilarious. The Boring Company is just, ah, beautiful.
1: It's, it's nothing more than a meme in the business world, really. I mean, really.
2: basically, yes. It's kind of I forgot funny. what the last thing they announced was. They obviously have the not-a-flamethrower. I think they wanted to do the uh, tunnel thing. Yeah. I'm trying to remember all the products, Ed. So there was the tunnel. Yeah, they had their loop, Uh,
1: all that stuff. I can't remember what it was. Oh, well. That's all good. Uh, it's, it still says in this article, oh, though, um, <laughs> the Wall Street firm is concerned about uh, the lawsuit and it will hurt demand for Tesla's cars. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it says JP Morgan also thinks that the news will affect the company's ability to raise future capital. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which is, which is going to be a concern because Elon Musk only has X amount of money. Mm-hmm. Well, I did say it was kind of unlimited, there is a theoretical cap, and he can only bail <laughs> yes. out a company so much. Um, and it says Citigroup also downgraded the stock uh, to a sell rating from neutral. So basically, like, everybody's oh, yeah. recommending get rid of this because it's going to be... Which is exactly why I'm a, going to buy it. But. ...a flaming, <laughs> uh, flaming car off a cliff. So Yeah,
2: I don't know. Well, I, we definitely need to see where it goes. Uh, if they do end up completely booting Musk, uh, that does not spell well for that company. Like, Period. You might as well boot uh, Steve Jobs from Apple without his death. Like, Before he died, you might as well have booted him. Mm-hmm. That company would not have made it through because they were not in the best position until like the point where he
1: died. And the interesting thing, especially in the tech world... You have these very influential CEOs, these very influential leaders yeah, yeah. who actually want to make things happen and are pushing their companies to do great things. But if they leave, the investors leave with them. Oh, yeah. Which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, was, what was one of the companies that we saw recently something like that happened to? was it, I believe the reason that AOL fell <laughs> was because... <laughs> some recent, I want yeah,
2: AOL and recent those two go together.
1: Uh, <laughs> fair. Uh but I believe I forget who I think somebody left and that's why they they fell so much. It was really interesting too to see all of that and I feel like we're starting to get into that. Um I don't know. It's you know Musk
2: I think uh comparing him to Steve Jobs works in a lot of different ways because, you know, Steve Jobs did a lot of the same things. He was like, "Oh, hey, I'm going to make insane demands of all of my engineers and my software developers, and you are all going to meet them. <laughs> Period. Yeah, it's the same kind of insane, like, I'm going to demand something crazy of you guys, and we're going to make something great with it. Yeah, It's very totally. interesting.
1: Cool, cool. Well, um, do, you have, do you have another article, yeah, Ryan? S-
2: speaking of Apple since Steve Jobs died. All right. Uh, so this one I actually just learned. Uh Everyone knows uh, everyone's favorite person, Johnny Ives. <laughs> Johnny Ives, you've all seen it in uh, an Apple Announcement. Uh, I just learned he's a knight, for the record, so it's Sir Johnny Ives.
1: Oh, <laughs> interesting.
2: But he's been uh, just recently awarded with all sorts of crazy things. He got a really? Stephen Hawking Fellowship for his influential role in modern technology. He's an honorary member of... Uh, Cambridge Union Society, a lot of different things that he's just gotten because of what he's done, and uh, I would just like to take this moment to say uh, I hate Johnny Ive's designs. <laughs>
1: okay, okay, uh, not not what I
2: <laughs> not where you thought that was going, <laughs> where, was it? not
1: where I thought that was going. Listen, um...
2: Johnny, look, I un- I understand, you know, we are moving away from ports to more wireless things, but slow down, buddy. All right, slow down. We're not there yet. All right.
1: Yeah, he's, he's very, very forward-looking.
2: Just now we're getting to so, the point where we're like, okay, we can get by without wired headphones. We can go to wireless. We can find other ways to listen to the music.
1: But I would, I would also argue, would you consider him to be the trendsetter in the industry when it comes Absolutely. to design? Okay.
2: 100. Well, so personally, I consider the company HTC the trendsetter, and then I consider Johnny go. oh, that's a good idea. Let's actually make it work well. <laughs> Interesting.
1: And, and what makes you think that?
2: Oh, geez. So how many things has Apple stolen from HTC? Let's see. So more recently, you all probably remember Apple introducing live pictures. Correct, yeah. Where, you, you know, you take a picture and mm-hmm. then a little bit before and after, it take a little bit of video with that. Yeah. That was introduced on the HTC M7. Really? Which was, I believe, before 2010. Really? <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was called Zoe, which is a... Terrible name, but uh, they introduced that so many years ago. They were the first phone to go to an all-unibody uh, aluminum design, which hmm. Apple eventually took from them. Uh, let's see, what else was it? They had a lot of different things that uh, eventually got absorbed into other companies <laughs> because HTC doesn't do a good job marketing, quite frankly.
1: True, but Yeah. very true. And it's, it's interesting, though, to see that Johnny Ives is honored Oh yeah. in all of these different, different areas because he is a very, very influential designer oh, yeah. and He makes beautiful-looking things. It's just they're not always the most uh, functional. True, <laughs> true. Do you remember the, uh, the iPhone 6 and the uh, infamous Bend? Yes, right? that's, when,
2: that's when they went to a unibody aluminum design, I believe.
1: Interesting. Because I'm pretty
2: sure the 5 was still glass. Yeah, yeah 5 was five, still glass with an aluminum band. Mm-hmm. They went to aluminum unibody for the 6, and it all bent because, you know... That thing was not built the same way other unibody
1: aluminums were built where you could throw them at a wall and the wall would probably break first. <laughs> True, and I, I think that may partially be his fault because uh, <laughs> that may be due, not only due to the design of the phone but the structural integrity as well. Yeah, um, it's a lot of
2: different things. You know, it, There's a lot to take into account because when you go to that for the first time and the way they did it, so when HTC originally did it, they had places in the whole, in the phone that were covered with, uh, let's see, I believe it was some kind of like, it's what you usually see over an IR blaster, one of those things where you can get a lot of cell signals through.
3: Okay. So that way so you don't have
2: any problems. When you go to that full unibody aluminum, you have to thin it out in at least some places, to actually get a cell signal out of there.
1: I see. So when you have the antenna on the inside, yeah. you actually have to allow the signal to get out somehow. Yes, absolutely. Interesting. And you think that was why well, that's, everything...
2: Well, I, I think that's definitely a factor. Okay. There's always a lot. But, Interesting. you know, I, I think the point is Apple really does set the trends for a lot of things. So if they do something, it's... It's gonna get co-opted by ninety percent of the rest of the phones that, let's be honest, run Android. True. If you're making a Windows phone this year, you know I, I have sympathy for you, but you're not gonna sell much. Very true. <laughs>
1: Very true. Because you're you're getting into two big players now, and oh yeah, with Johnny Ive's winning all these awards, that gives Apple more of an excuse to keep him around and more of an excuse. Oh, to they have no reason. They have
2: no reason to fire him. Oh no, really. At all. I disagree with his design decisions, but that's just me. It's clear people on the whole agree with him and will buy whatever he designs, because in his defense, he builds beautiful looking and feeling devices. Oh
1: yeah, they're, they're fantastic, but uh, Nate and I were talking about this last week, mm-hmm. it's not worth $1,500 for a phone, <laughs> so... Uh, no siree.
2: Although, yeah. let's be honest, after about 64 gigs, you're good for
1: most phones. Exactly, and we we were talking about this the other day. Uh, the biggest iPhone is now five hundred and twelve gigabytes. Yeah, I can Which is half a terabyte. I can't in a even phone. imagine
2: putting that on a phone, man. That's just not worth it.
1: Which is insane, and
2: especially with- on an iPhone, man. So for Android phones, you can take completely raw photos like you would on a DSLR, so that you can later go in and editing, and you know change a whole bunch of things. Mm-hmm. So you know there might be justification for what's usually expandable storage to slap in there to store all those photos. But mm-hmm. on an iPhone, come
1: on. Yeah, exactly. you got it's... apps
2: and you had got iCloud, you're fine. <laughs> I,
1: I, whatever. I, I think that Android has much better storage options, but yeah. that that's all due to the expandable Same for an slot, iPhone, you don't need but, all that much, really.
2: Yeah. Although, I, the one kind of exception to that is uh, we've kind of seen – a renaissance, I guess, of uh, mobile gaming since Fortnite came to the phones. Very
1: fair, and and I saw uh, Arc Survival Evolved. Yeah, like a lot of interesting things
2: are coming to the phones. Yeah. Bethesda's putting out. I think it's Elder Scroll Blades for the phone now. Interesting. Yeah, so it's like all of a sudden we went from a lot of like simple joke apps like uh, like do, the do, I want to say Doodle Jump, but man, that's old. Temple Run Two, I guess, is one of the well, ones people even remember.
1: even like like apps that. God, are just meme tastic, like 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 the air horn app, where you just tap it and it plays an air horn sound. <laughs> yeah. Like,
2: but like you know, I haven't uh, since I want to say like Flappy Bird. I can't remember a mobile game that's like really taken, like everyone by storm. True. Like, very true. Solely and completely, maybe Clash of Clans, but like. That was that was a while. I can't remember when that was, quite frankly.
1: What what was the other one by by them? It was like Clash Royale. Yeah, I I, I heard a it's lot of people talk about thing. that. But Fortnite for mobile took oh, everybody yeah. by storm, and that that has the interesting thing about that is it's an actual game. It's, it's oh not yeah, it's like, a full game. It's not like it's it's a two D game where it's just you. No, that's absolutely something shapes.
2: you'd probably play on like a computer or something like that a lot of the times. And
1: that goes to show the power of the phones nowadays. Oh, absolutely. Like you could you can have a full gaming experience on a phone
2: there's every android phone these days comes with a uh not every but you know a lot of like your top of line flagships now eight core processors
1: yeah mine mine has an eight core my phone has six yeah
2: or sorry my computer at my house has six
1: but then again they're also way higher powered x86 cores but still it's the fact there's multiple cores so you could do theoretically six things at once or oh, eight yeah, things at easily. once on a phone you can theoretically do way more than that well we're both compute we're both computer yeah we won't here, get into so the technical we won't get <laughs> super technical but <laughs> so who
2: wants to talk about uh threads now <laughs> yeah yeah threads, no no but uh coat.
1: yeah let's uh let's say the point
2: is it's very interesting the the way it's gone oh so the only thing that i've looked at the new iphones and that is genuinely li- like really piqued my interest is the new processor really yeah because it is the i believe first seven nanometer processor out there and it seems very high powered and very efficient and that is the only like thing about the new iphones that has kind of captured my attention because what else did they announce about them that's even worth remembering
1: to be honest, they, they just made a bunch of different versions and none of them were too fantastic, to be completely yeah. honest. I do like but.
2: the uh, so honestly, in this generation, I'd say go for the cheap one. I don't, I understand it has the same pixel densi- density as a uh, I believe it was what the four, yep, a four. Yeah. Uh, I started yeah, same out same with pixel, a four and same pixel density, however, that pixel density is still, I believe, above 300.
1: You you could see the individual pixels by, yes. by today's standards, and Nate well, and I, I spent a while a full, talking I about this. I believe it's
2: just a full HD panel, is it not? The or did they I, give I it some other fancy name? I don't know. Well,
1: what the the super expensive one or the, the no 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 the one? cheap
2: one? The super expensive one is whatever Retina random terminology Apple invented for their own phones because they don't like agreeing with people. Fair, <laughs> but so it's their probably Super Retina HDR. Uh, MacGuffin.
1: <laughs> very true.
2: Um, I don't know what the R has. I know because there's other you know, very successful phones that run off vastly different screens. Uh, the one that comes to mind is the OnePlus 6, I believe, still rocks a 1080p screen, which is just normal full HD.
1: Yeah. I, I know my phone, I think, has 3K, which is really weird because that's not like, like a normal size, but it's like 30-something like 3380 by something yeah it's really it's really weird but it's some um, form of 2k yeah and it's like it's insane so cool cool so it
2: looks somewhere at about 458 pixels per inch which is uh generally that's i think on par with about a 2k display usually interesting all right all right which, honestly, cool. for a phone, you don't usually
1: need much more because they're already very, uh, packed. But, yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, do you have any other cool news to talk about, Ryan? Or uh you thinking we're good I for think today? I have one more. One what more. Ooh boy.
2: Oh, this is just a fun, uh, little joke article. Okay. I love jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, still on Apple. Okay. Uh, it's kind of hard to leave their massive, massive shadow. But, uh... So with iOS 12, they introduced a new feature called uh, Screen Time. And the idea is, you know, you can use this feature to limit how often you use a certain app or, how much or between what times your kids can use apps and stuff like that. And the article is just listing all the numerous ways that kids have beaten Apple's finest minds. <laughs> really?
1: What, what, are, what are some of the uh, new and interesting things that kids are doing?
2: Oh, one of the uh, quick ones to uh, get through it is delete the app. And re-download it.
1: <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because so, w-
2: so when you delete the app, it disappears from screen time because it's no longer in existence. Why should screen time take care of it? Fair. And then you just re-download it back and you can start huh. playing it again. And because all your data is backed up in iCloud, you're fine. Huh. You don't need to worry about anything. Uh, one of the other ways was, I believe... Oh, yeah, the other way was uh, specifically for getting around YouTube restrictions... Oh no. They would use a computer to text themselves, I guess, the YouTube links and watch them through iMessage.
1: Really? Really. So they could just watch all they
2: wanted in the iMessage browser.
1: So the internal iMessage browser would render these YouTube videos like like the preview. Yeah. And then they could get around it by they just clicking They couldn't get into Play. the YouTube act. They could just watch it there though. Int- yeah, and if, if the, <laughs> that kind of acts the same way as somebody texting it to them. And I could see Apple's methodology and not wanting to really care about that because it's, it's personal texts. You don't really need to worry about it. Oh, yeah.
2: And then, of course, my favorite was a kid who's a little bit, I think, cleverer than all the other kids. Uh, he was just resetting the time and date constantly to mess <laughs> with it. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful that is, kid.
1: That is fantastic. So he would just reset the time and date to some time before they enabled the app? or <laughs> yeah. Interesting.
2: One of my f- my favorite part of the article is a quote from a parent. Uh, I work in the cybersecurity industry, and I can tell you, all over the world, I've seen kids, including my own, do things that first world government teams and crack white hat groups could not have done any better. Give up now.
1: <laughs> that is a fantastic quote. And uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, I, that is,
2: it's that is. It's really a wonderful article. It keeps going on about how kids are just better at adults when they have a very clear and common goal in mind.
1: It's true because kids think outside the box. Oh, these, these kids these days, they're terrifying. You know. Exactly, and you got
2: sixteen year olds hacking Apple, and you got kids. Disabling. And you got the kids who are just like, oh yeah, we all have this problem. We are going to band together to beat our parents at technology. <laughs> it's great.
1: I'm kind of concerned of that one when, when I start getting older, too.
2: Oh, well, there's a simple solution. Do not give your kid a smartphone until they're in high school.
1: That's what happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That's a good take. So, <laughs> Ryan's parenting <laughs> tips take. right there. Hot take. Hot take.
2: Cool. Also, cool. no, we won't go into my other parenting tips. This, this is going to go downhill fast.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe that's a section for another show. Yeah. We'll, we'll see about that. Parenting tips with
2: Ryan, I don't know. I have to consult my lawyer first.
1: Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) That's a joke. (laughs) All right. I don't have a lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So with that, I think we're going to go ahead and close out this episode of tech talk nation. Once again, I would like to thank you for listening today and joining us on this fun and entertaining experience. And, uh, if you like what we are doing, uh, let us know. We have our website www.techtalknation.com. Uh, go ahead and visit it. Leave us a comment. Uh, let us know what you love to see. Uh, we're also looking into rolling out features of call-ins, and <laughs> also uh, like messages you could leave so we, that we could play on the channel. Um, so if you are interested in that, let us know. We'd love to hear from you, and we're looking forward to being back here Sunday at 6 p.m. Thanks for what? For listening and have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Tech Talk Nation. Tune in next week for more discussion on the latest in tech. Visit our website at www.techtalknation.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for listening to Tech Talk Nation. Tune in next week for more discussion on the latest in tech.